So you are clearly a guy who has got huge energy reserves, right? Just chatting to you today, you, you can see it, like massively driven, like a, a positive like force of energy. Looking at some of your stuff you create, your content you create, other interviews you've done, that's all, all I've seen of you. You also talk there about you wanted to lift people up, move them up along on the on the energy energy ladder. And we know that's really, really important in terms of, of leadership because a researcher I've had on the show twice now, who in my opinion has written the best book on leadership that's ever been written, this guy called Jim Coozes. Their research over 30 years asking followers, what do you look for in an admired leader? Inspiring has always been in the top four in every country, everywhere in the world, every year they've ever done the research. Now, how I define inspiring is, leaving everyone that you meet with more energy, right? Being a radiator rather than the drain, an energizer rather than the, the, the mood hoover or the, the Debbie Downer who can just suck the will to live out of people. But being able to do that on a consistent basis as a leader, especially when we're facing challenges and times might be tough and market conditions might be against us, yada, yada, yada. How do you stay energized yourself so you can constantly bring that energy to the 150 people that you lead. What does that look like for you? How do you do it? Well, Ben, I think there you've hit on another great trait of great leaders. And that is a bit like the swan who above the water has grace and elegance. But when you look below, yeah, yeah. they've got these black flappy fins that are, you know. Peddling like Yeah, swimming all over the place. A great leader can put in a box and park all the baggage they've got going on in their life to bring the energy, the direction, the vision, the belief and the inspiration on a consistent basis. And if you look at the most successful people in the world in sports, it's consistency of performance. It's not occasional greatness followed by months of wilderness. It's consistent high level. So um, how I practice that, because it's a daily practice, is a combination of mindset, skill set, and emotion. So the mindset is building my resilience, my durability, my persistence, my ability to take rejection, my ability to accept problems, reframe problems. Not necessarily positive, but always turning a challenge into an opportunity. Then the skill set is how good I am at my job and maybe reading and learning and having mentors and continually sharpening my tools and putting into practice and experience on the ground and blood on the streets. And then emotions is that, like, I just went to see my therapist today. And every now and again, I sometimes don't see her for a year. And sometimes I check in a few times. And sometimes I go to her with a specific challenge. And sometimes I just, like, just want to check that, you know, I'm not beating myself up or I'm looking after my inner child or, you know, I'm, I'm not suppressing emotions because um, some people let emotions out too much and some people suppress emotions too much. Because I believe your business can only grow at the speed that you grow. So your personal growth is linked to your business growth. So I have got many flaws, Ben. And if we had another hour, I could, we could have a different type of show. But 
I rarely do this publicly, but I'm going to do it because my therapist would love me for this. But I'm actually going to give myself some credit. In 10 years of running a company with hundreds of staff, I have never, ever shouted at or lost my or got angry at anyone in my team publicly, which would be the biggest sin, or even privately. And I don't think many leaders can say that. And we're all allowed one bad day, and I'm sure I'd be forgiven of that. But I haven't done it once in 10 years. And I'll tell you why. Because I did it 10 years ago, and I lost half my staff for it, and I deserved it, and I got a great lesson. So 10 years ago, my business partner and I just randomly went back to our staff one day after being mentored by James Kahn from Dragon's Den. And we were like, right, you're all going to write your systems documents now because we've seen James Kahn and he's mentored us and he believes we're not really systemized and, you know, there's too much reliant on us. So you're all going to write your systems document. And we were naive about how they would respond to that. We thought they would love that. Half of them thought we were trying to fire them and get rid of them and eke them out, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short is the most senior person in the company, I said to him, oh, it's, it's, it's our time for our meeting where we're going to review your systems document. And he said... I'm not doing it. And I said, uh, you are. And he said, I'm not doing it. And I said, you are. So get the in the office now because you're doing it. And I gave him humiliation and shame in front of people, even though I was maybe within, in, entitled to do that. It was in front of others. Ironically, that's why I left my first job, because someone did that to me. I pulled him into the meeting. He sat there and went, mm, whatever. And within a month, he'd left and he'd nicked three of the staff. And that was that business gives you the best life lessons. And I swore to myself that day, even if everything is falling to shit around me, I'm not going to use anyone as a punch bag. I'm proud of that.